0: The culprits have not come forward as of yet. The music lovers who appropriated my tambourine did not bring it in, and I threatened, and I, I shall perform. I'm told to do this before the live stream starts. Too late. Too late. Okay, well, here we go. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Let me turn the mic up. under threats, uh, I won't try to accompany the musicians today on this, but, or maybe I will, my my grandson's up there, but uh, we're happy to have you here today. Would you stand with me? We're going to uh, formally open our time together in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for being able to gather together, that we live in a in a land and a time where we can gather together and worship the one true God. We give you glory and we give you honor today. We're thankful that you put a song in our hearts through your amazing grace in our lives. And we pray that as we sing praise to you today, that you would receive all the glory. It's all about you. It's all about you. And we praise you today. We ask you to anoint the worship and the time of, of praise the time of giving the time of the word that father one day when that trumpet sounds will be gathered into your presence forever and ever rejoicing around the throne we ask it in jesus name amen, amen. let's worship started coming in here when he was just a kid and felt the call of God on his life. He was saved here and grew up here and took his courses. Are you fully ordained, sir? He's working on it, but he's got his license to preach and he's serving as an associate pastor up in the Youngstown area, but he's taken on another job. And he's going to come and tell us about it. And I'd like you to give a good welcome home to Cody Byers.
1: Good morning. Last time uh, I got the privilege of being on the stage, I was on the worship team. That was like two and a half years ago. Uh, They never gave me the privilege of being able to have a microphone, though. Uh, so this is the first or a little bit of the first Okay, uh, they never had the permit. I, I never got it because I think I intimidated them too much with my voice I know it's amazing uh, And so <laughs> it's uh, it's really nice to be able to have a microphone for once um, But uh, for those of you who do not know because I see a lot of new faces uh, My name is Cody Myers uh, And so I guess to you I'm the new person today, but uh, It is nice to be be back here. I haven't been here in long time. It feels, feels like a long time coming. But uh, I uh, since I have left, I have been married. Uh, we are on going on to our sixth month. Uh, so that's a whole new journey of itself. At the same time, we are stepping in the calling that we are now in, which is, which is missions. Um, <clears throat> so let me just tell you real quick what it is that we're doing. So as missionaries, we're working for a thing called church mobilization. Uh, it used to be referred— to as U.S. Maps. So if you do know that name, uh, now it's switched to church mobilization. And what church mobilization is, is we get the privilege of traveling across the entire state of Ohio, and technically we get the privilege of traveling across the entire United States and all the territories uh, to work on churches who need the physical help. So churches that are run down or they just have any sort of project that really needs done. We come in and we have the ability to renovate sanctuaries, build new sanctuaries, renovate youth rooms, renovate bathrooms, all these different things. Yep, <laughs> I know about your guys' bathroom project. Um, I recently talked to Pastor Ken about it, and uh, maps used to be a different thing to where they just only renovated big projects, but now we focus on the physical dire need of the churches in the state of Ohio. And I never understood the need that was in the state of Ohio until I started traveling. And now I see how much churches are really needing help on the physical needs. And the reason why we have our focus set on the physical is we believe that if we have a beautiful building for newcomers to enter, then it makes the home just so much more better. It makes the home a lot better. It, it, it really, if a facelift changes an entire church and it changed the culture of the church. And so that's where our hearts are really at. Now at the same time as we travel though, we the whole point is that it's not you're just getting me. It so our our purpose is as a general contractor. So for those of you who have built a house or done some renovation to a house or have been in the church when they've done a renovation or anything like that, you know that the one thing that's expensive is fees for the work being done. It's not it's not the just the materials. The materials cost some, but it's the labor that costs triple. (laughs) Like, it is so much more, and so we're offering that for free, but at the same time, our goal is, as we travel from church to church, is to gain new church teams and volunteers, and we want people who are in the pews to say, well, I know how to do something, or maybe I don't know how to do anything, but I want to do something, and you join a team, uh, join the church team, and like, So if there's like 10 of you that say, well, we want to do something, when we have a project, we would bring your team with us to work on another church so that you can be a blessing among the entire body of Christ. At the same time as if you're a volunteer, we send you. And the whole goal is short-term missions trips and things like that here in the state to where it's low cost and it's an ability to actually impact something that is near and dear to us. It's here in the state of Ohio. We know missions is amazing about going across the entire world, right? But I can tell you right now, I walk into Walmart, and there's so many people that are not saved. I walk down the street, and there's so many people that are not saved. I I have the privilege of going to our school almost every single week to be able to do FCA and different things in our school system, even when I used to work at our school system. And the one thing that I noticed is that there are so many kids who have no idea about Jesus. They don't even—there's actually a stat that says 80% of kids in middle school don't even know the name Jesus. That's insane. We live in America where 90% proclaim we're Christian and 80% of our kids have no idea who Jesus is. And so our goal is literally to uh, with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit we believe that we can help the desperate cry for Ohio in both the spiritual and the physical together with other churches here in the state of Ohio. So recently we just finished up a project. Uh, We were at um, Bell Fountain Is that how you pronounce it? Okay. (laughs) Everyone says it different. Uh, We were at Bell Fountain and Alger, and we are actually renovating their bathrooms because one of them, they had a huge leak that came through their roof, and the entire ceiling came down into the bathroom. And so we had to do an entire renovation of that bathroom. And then the other one, it just had never been touched since the church was built in the 1950s. And, um... That's bad. Uh, <laughs> you don't know. Uh, that's pretty bad. So we did all the—we we just finished this project. They were in so much need for it, and now they, it, it, it's, they're It's. they quite beautiful. I mean, uh, there's certain—it's it, it's just being able to step into something that's new for them. And the, the beautiful thing about Alger is they're renovating everything. And so they have new carpet down throughout their entire facilities. And it, it really looked like you were going to be scrubbing cobwebs from windows. But now— it's at a point to where it's welcoming, it's inviting. Like, we, we should know that, that if we walk into something that's old and raggeded, it's not really welcoming. It's not saying, come in, and we want to tell you about our Lord. But now, when you see something that's beautiful, as we're not all blessed with a beautiful building, it's saying, come celebrate with us. Talk about who God truly is. It's creating a space for people to truly worship God. It's creating that space, because that is that's where our heart's at. Is that we want everyone to be able to worship God freely, and in a place that's so that's saying, "Come, come as you are." So, with all that being said, as us missionaries, uh, the one thing that we have to do is that before we can fully continuously do our work, is that we need partners, and so. So as partners, what we ask is that we ask for someone if, if you're willing to give, you know, $10, $20, $50, $100 a month. The whole goal is that if you can, if you are a person that says, well, I'm not going to be able to go or I can't go. Or even if I do want to go and I want to do even more, it's that when you give to us, just know that you're doing the work with us. Because if it wasn't for you helping us and partnering with us, I can't do the work. And we can't do the work across the state of Ohio. So when you, if you do that... It, it helps tremendously every church in the state. There is a lot of Assemblies of God churches in our state. We have almost 300 churches at this point in the state of Ohio, which is incredible to say, but that is a lot of upkeep to bring. Uh, but it is amazing to know how many Assemblies of God churches there are here. So whether that's your volunteering and helping us along the way, as an actual person, boots on the ground, helping us as a church team or a volunteer— We want that. Please talk to me after service. We want that. Or if you just want to be a, if you just want to think about uh, supporting us and becoming a partner with us, uh, I want to talk to you after service. I want to give you our faith promise card. But at the same time, I want to give you our prayer card. Because I believe that the one thing that's also going to help us impact the kingdom of God is prayer. That's the most powerful weapon God has ever given us. It's not the church building. It's not just the community. But it's prayer. It's direct communication with God the Father. So wh- however you want to help us. Or if you just want to say hi, I want to say hi. I like talking. I'll talk for hours. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to see you after service. We have a booth out there. Um, I'm sure you've seen it. It has hard hats and stuff like that. So, uh, But I'd love to talk with you, communicate with you, and just be able to continuously share our vision with you. And at the same time, we can all have an ability to rejoice with God and what he's doing.
0: Welcome home, Cody.
2: Thank you, Brother Cody. And he's serious, he will talk four hours. So if you don't have the time, good morning everyone. We wanna welcome you all here to Trinity. Uh, Grandpa Mark, if you could come up here, please. If you're a guest with us today, we wanna to welcome you, thank you for being here. Go ahead and just slip up your hand. And um, this gentleman walking down the aisle, he has a nice little communication card. Just fill out your information on it and turn it into one of the offering plates, either up here or in the back that way we can just keep you up to date with the things that are going on here at the church and keep you in the loop. We have a—oh, sorry, you can go ahead. Can we get a round of applause for our guest today? I wonder how long he would have stood there. Maybe we'll try it out next week. We have a few families in the congregation who are either coming out of surgeries or out of home from the hospital or— Going into them, and uh, we would like to come together as a congregation and provide them with some meals just to make the the rough times a little easier. So, if you feel that you can make that happen, you can bless some of our families in the church, please go see Miss Linda. Miss Linda, raise your hand. Everybody, look back at Miss Linda. Hi, Miss Linda. Go ahead and see her if you can help out in in that way. Also, our yearly yard sale is coming up here soon, uh, read that in your bulletin for times that we're going to be here throughout this week, and you can come and help out. We would greatly appreciate it, because Miss Linda, once again, does not want to do that all by herself. So that would be great if you're able to spend some time with us this week and help us out. All right, if everyone can rise to your feet again as we re-enter to a time of worship.
0: Almighty God, we're humbled by the fact that you allow us to come into your presence. You not only invite us, but you welcome us. We're not here because of anything we've done, but we've accepted what you did in our behalf. You laid down your life's blood to wash our sins away to make us a part of your forever family and lord god we we ask your forgiveness for those times that we think it's something about us that makes us worthy you are the worthy one To receive all praise and glory and honor. We ask, Father God, that you would hover over this place with your presence today. That we would step into the glory cloud of the grace of God. And allow your Holy Spirit to speak word into our hearts. That we would be transformed. We ask it all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You may be seated. Thank you, worship team. Thank you, Austin. Praise God. I'm glad you saw him today instead of yesterday. We were up at the graduation of his sister, our granddaughter, and uh, we just had to put him under a leash because he was going to do some unusual things. (laughs) We were concerned. Alyssa was concerned. Praise God. Good to have our family with us today. Would you take the word of God with me, please, today, and turn in your copy of God's holy word to Revelation, the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 3, and beginning with verse 20. Stand with me in honor and respect because the author is in the house today amen Amen. he doesn't want to autograph your copy of the word he wants to inscribe it in your hearts amen Amen. revelation chapter 3 and beginning with verse number 20 jesus is speaking the resurrected christ the ascended lord the christ who's coming again is speaking here. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. As was alluded to, we're doing a renovation of the restrooms and while I was uh, looking at some of the aspects we found that uh, we didn't think we were going to have to but it looks like we're going to have to replace the doors uh, over the years there's a water mark about uh, halfway up where uh, uh, the water floods you remember when it used to flood down there Mm-mm. no more But, uh, so I was looking at the doors and realized they are in really sad shape. I said I was looking at the doors and realized, I I said I was looking at the doors and realized that, I heard you wanted a door? Yeah, yeah, no, I was, I I told him I was looking at the doors. I didn't say I wanted the, the, the ugly, messed up, I, 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 I I
1: You want me to stand here all
0: service? No, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Uh it, You you can take it out now. Thank you. It, it, I think they can all see it's in a ma- it's a mess. It's a big round of applause for my I just was going to mention the doors, I He just, he just wanted to help. Yeah, the, the doors, as I was down looking at them, I, they were in the back cave downstairs, and uh, I was going to I was measuring them and realized they are in really bad shape. So we're going to have to get somebody. I'm going to be talking with you after service. But we've got to get a couple new doors downstairs. We want real doors this time. These were imitation doors. They were hollow. And, and inside, how many of you have ever seen the inside of one of these hollow core doors? JR asked. Yeah, yeah, J.R. put his fist through one. <laughs> we've had issues with doors at this church. But there's cardboard in them and you know what happens when cardboard gets flooded not a pretty sight so as I'm down walking through the the renovation project which has taken so much longer than we anticipated because at every level we find there was all kinds of other problems because of all the flooding and all of the the rust and, and uh, yeah but The Lord spoke to me about doors. As I started doing research on how much doors cost, my goodness, and what doors do. I was looking the other day, and I said, well, do we really need doors on these restrooms? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. Yes, we do. What if we just put up a curtain or something? I don't know as I was measuring those restroom doors I had an interesting time I I put the tape measure down at the bottom and I held it to the top and as I held it to the top the bottom peeled off and broke on the ground doors and so I started studying about some of the doors in the Bible I believe sometimes the Lord just takes us through different places to see what his word has to say about things. And it was one of those adventures for me. I said, well, doors are probably mentioned just a couple hundred times in the Bible. And we don't have time to look at all of those. We know that the Bible tells us that Jesus proclaimed himself as the door, the only door. In John chapter 10 and verse 9, he says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and destroy, but I have come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. My friends, before we do anything else, if you have not walked through the door jesus christ into salvation forget about anything else we're going to talk about today because you need to enter at the only way in to eternal life and his name is jesus he's the door you 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 just can't get in any other way we were at the graduation exercises yesterday and they said uh, we had to have tickets because they had so many graduating, they had to have three separate graduations. I can't even imagine what those uh, professors had to do sitting through that same thing three times in a day in those hot gowns and hats and whatever. But you had to have a ticket. You're not getting in if you don't have the ticket. And I want to assure you, your good works will not get you into heaven. Your good looks certainly won't get you into heaven. And your parents, they can't get you into heaven. Church membership can't get you into heaven. Giving money cannot get you into heaven. There's only one way, and he's the door. If you've not passed through that door of Jesus Christ and invited him to be your Savior today, right now, just turn off the Whatever you're watching this on at home, tune out everything else. And right now, where you are, ask Jesus to come into your life and forgive your sin. He is your door, your only opportunity to gain eternal life through Jesus Christ. In our scripture this morning, we saw that Jesus is saying, I'm standing at your heart's door, I want in. And he is we want to look at two different types of doors today just two it's an open and shut kind of message we're just going to look at two different doors open doors and closed ones shut doors and we're going to look at some of the shut doors that we find in the scriptures turn in your bibles if you would to isaiah 26 Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 20 says this. The prophet says, Come, my people, enter into your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself, as it were, for a little moment until the indignation or judgment is passed. The prophet Isaiah is calling upon the Jewish people To forget about everything else, go inside your dwelling place, shut the door on everything on the outside, and pray. The Bible has numerous examples of this, that we are to find a time and a place to shut ourselves in with God and pray and seek his face. It's one of those things where the distractions around about us can keep us from praying how many of you have experienced that every phone that you have every doorbell every sound everything that could break every faucet that could leak every dog that could complain and howl is there when you decide you're going to set aside time to pray shut the doors and pray the prophet says He's calling on the people that judgment is coming. It's time for God's people to quit messing around with other things and go in and shut the door and begin to pray. We can have studies about prayer. We can do all kinds of things. But you know what? We need to someday, sometime, just shut the door on what's going on in our lives and say, I've got to pray. Shut the door on the distractions and the noises of the problem. Sometimes our problems can be pretty loud. Amen? Shut the door on your muddled thoughts. When you're just not seeing things clearly, it's time to pray. Shut the door on the naysayers and the critics. Well, what good is that? Oh, you can't shut the door on. Have you ever shut the door in somebody's face? Anybody ever done that? It's a very liberating experience. It's, 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 it's it, I, it, you know, it's against my nature, but, but there's something so neat. Somebody's, well, it, we call it hanging up the phone now. I get, how many of you get these spam calls? Any of you? Get a few. You need your car warranty checked on. You need your, uh, somebody wants to buy your house. Yes. Medicare benefits are, yes. are waiting for you. They, they're going to increase. Yeah. Have you gotten your check yet? But it's so liberating. Is this Mr. kini <laughs> I know if they don't know who I am, I don't want to. Tick. I shut the door on. Other noise. It's liberating. I could stand there and listen for however long that automated voice is going to talk without interruption, or I can just shut the door. Shut the door on other people's opinions and platitudes. Shut the door and speak to God. There's times when we don't need somebody else's opinion. We know what we need to do. We need to pray. We need to shut the door and pray. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 5 and following says, And when you pray, this is Jesus, You shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray, standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, They have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Shut the door on everything that keeps you from prayer. Shut the door and pray. When Hezekiah the king was sick, unto death the prophet had even come and said you're going to die you're not going to make it he turned his back on everything else he spiritually shut the door on every other sound and noise and he cried out to the Lord and before the prophet got down the steps and out to the middle of the courtyard of the palace God heard when Hezekiah shut the door And he says, go back. I'm going to give him 15 more years of life because he shut the door and started to pray. Shutting the door in prayer means that we're getting serious with God. Shutting the door and praying shows it really matters. It's not, well, I'll, I'll fit it in sometime. There are other shut doors in the scriptures that are Just as significant as this shut door, shutting the door and praying. Jesus mentions it. The Word of God mentions it numerous times. How long has it been since you were shut in with God and didn't allow anything else to interrupt and prayed? There was a shut door. At Lot's house, it was shut by the angels. Genesis chapter 19 and verse 9 and following. And they said, Stand back. (laughs) Then they said, This one came to stay here, and he keeps acting like a judge. Now we'll deal worse with you than with them. Referring to the angels that had come to visit. So they pressed hard against the man, Lot. And came near to break down the door but the men the angels reached out their hands pulled lot into the house with him and shut the door this shut door speaks of the intervention of an Almighty God when you're under the gun of persecution they reached out the crowd the homosexual radical crowd of Sodom and Gomorrah was thinking they were going to make sport with the guests that had come in. They looked like ordinary human beings, but they were divine angels of God sent to bring judgment. And they were going after, we want to know them, we want to have sexual relations with them. You say, that's sick. Yeah, welcome to our world. And Lot went out trying to calm them down. No, 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 no. And they said, you've come here to judge us. We're going to do worse with you than with those. And they're just about ready to break down the door. And the hands of the angels reach out and grab a hold of Lot and pull him inside and shut the door. And the moment that the door was shut, they smote all of that crowd, that radical horde with blindness, and they ran around trying to figure out where the door even was anymore. Lot tried to intervene, but the wicked hordes wanted to destroy him as well. The angels shut the door on the attackers. This shut door speaks to us of God providing divine rescue when we're under attack and church we are under attack believers are under attack from wickedness of this day they've legalized sin and want to find you guilty if you don't engage in it parents uh, i mentioned this on wednesday morning class parents in one of our cities in the united states Complained at the local YMCA. You probably read about it. They complained because a person who identifies himself as a female went into the girls' dressing room at the YMCA and began to disrobe in front of the little girls that were in there. They went and complained to the leadership of the YMCA and the YMCA supported the alleged transgender man against the parents folks we're under attack yeah, we're under attack i i just me i did some study and found out that you know what they can try to change genders But if you do a DNA test, they're still how they were born. Just saying. We're under attack. We're under attack in the workforce, in the workplace. Can I get a witness from somebody who suffered through that? We're under attack in the school systems. We're under attack in the colleges and universities, in the courtrooms. We are under attack. But I have good news. God still has a huge bunch of angels whose sole job is to minister to those who are the heirs of salvation. Are you an heir of salvation today? You know Jesus as your Savior. They are sent to minister, ministering spirits to those who are the child of God. And I believe it's about time for us to say, Lord, send in the angels. Send in the angels. We're under attack. Pull us to a place of safety and shut the door behind those who would attack us and come against us. I believe that God is able to give place and provision and protection to his own and shut the door on the work of the enemy. You say, well, it's such a big problem. It's such a big problem. I've got great news. We serve an even bigger God. How many of you would like for the, the angelic forces of heaven to come and shut some doors Amen. that if people have come against you? You've been in the workplace and they've harassed and harangued against you. I'm believing for God to send some angelic forces and they're going to stop messing with you and the angels of God can shut the door on the attacks and persecutions of the enemy. Oh, he may not send an angel in your case. He may just step in himself and shut the door and blind those that are attacking you and coming against you because our God is big enough to handle whatever the enemy throws at us. You remember last week we were talking about unmasking the devil and all of his power and all of his abilities but he is a defeated foe. Right. Amen. Shut the door. Lord, send the angels to shut the door on hellish activity. Send an angelic army to pull your children to safety. There's provision in the, in the plans of the Almighty to keep you in a safe place in the hollow of his hand. You know what? If you're in the hollow of his hand, you're standing right on the place where the nails pierced him. And he brought our liberty and our freedom through Calvary. Shut the door on the devil's devices. Can I get a shout? How many of you need him to shut the door on what the devil's out to destroy you with? We as believers can be so much under the weight of this when you're persecuted on every side and every place you turn you can't watch the news because you're going to find out if something scrolls across the bottom well there's another attack I've got good news our God doesn't worry about the scroll at the bottom of your news screen he is the sovereign almighty God and he can shut the door he he can shut the door there's some other shut doors in the scripture John chapter 20 John chapter 20 tells us this it's evening on the Lord's Day on Sunday some of the disciples have heard but they didn't believe yet They're crowded into the upper chamber where they experienced the Last Supper, as we call it. We'll be celebrating in just a little while here. Holy Communion. They're in there, but they're not happy about it. Hear what the Scripture says. Then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. There's not a period there. There's a comma. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, Peace be with you. The doors of the upper room were shut, not in celebration, but out of fear. Fear shuts doors we can be fearful of things we can be ravaged by fear and it shuts us in and it shuts us away from access to what God's doing some of the fears that we see fear shuts the door on faith some here today are shut in with fear fear in all shapes and sizes fear of every kind Fear of rejection by family members and friends. Could I get a witness? Fear of persecution. Fear of failure. Fear of death. Fear of life. You're depressed and discouraged. Fear of the past. Fear of your past. Fear of the present. Your present. Fear of what lies beyond in your future. Fear of sickness. Fear of poverty and loss. Fear comes in and it shuts us in with our fears. And there's no faith in the house. But the good news is this. Today you may be shut in with some fears. I believe the Holy Spirit right now is ministering to some hearts. You are not living in the fullness of... Of faith because you're shut in with some fears. And the Holy Spirit wants to identify those fears and let you know this. You may be shut in just like the disciples were. The doors were shut for fear of the Jews, that they would come and do to them what had been done to Jesus. It was a rational fear, they had just crucified him. They had just made a public spectacle of him. And people were running in fear. But when the doors were shut for fear of the Jews, Jesus came in. My friends, today, I believe this same Jesus wants to step inside with you. You may be shut in with some fears. Fear of what's going on in your life. Fear of what's going on in your family's lives. Can I see a witness of anybody? You're fearful about what's going on in people's lives, in your world, in your community. If you live on the west side of Columbus, if you, if you haven't noticed, the gunfight at the OK Corral is scheduled for this weekend. They, they're bringing out the guns and people are shooting each other you say well I, I'm so afraid I'm, I'm afraid to go out I'm afraid to do this That's a, the enemy is the author of fear because fear cancels out faith well we can't go out and minister to these people we, what, what happens if I'm not going to allow the fear to keep me from exhibiting my faith in touching lives in our community but I have good news if there's anybody here today that would admit, well, I better have you close your eyes so you're not looking around, okay? Don't want any persecution here. You're afraid of something that's holding you back from being all that you can be in Christ Jesus. Can I see your hand? Just slip it up and then down. Just up and then down. Yes. Yes. You're not alone my friend you can open your eyes. I believe that this Jesus he came out of the tomb and doors that are shut can't stop Jesus. And he stepped right inside the doors being shut. Right where they were. They were still for fear of the Jews but something happened. When Jesus stepped in, he said, Shalom, my peace I give to you. He wants to step in today to each one who acknowledges, yes, I'm, I'm hindered by some fears. I, I, I've got, I've, I'm like Monk the detective. I've got more fears than I know what to do with. But Jesus wants to step in today and speak shalom peace into your heart. You find yourself getting embroiled in these fears and you get so frustrated and and, and, and Jesus wants to step in. I don't know what was going on one second before Jesus stepped into the room, but I know that one second after Jesus stepped into the room, There was some praise, my Lord and my God. There was some worship going on in that same place where once fear kept them silent. They weren't making any noise because of fear of the Jews. They weren't going out. They they were experiencing God's peace in the midst. I'm believing that today God wants to step in to your place of fear and speak shalom peace He's the same God today that he was back then. They had every reason to be afraid, and you may try to justify your fears. Well, you'd be foolish if you weren't. A, well, yeah. But when Jesus steps into the room, he changes your perspective of what puts you behind those doors. i, I got to move on. I'm sorry. i got another shut door here we got to deal with. Genesis chapter 7, verse 13 says, On the very same day Noah and Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them, entered the ark. They and every beast after its kind, all cattle after their kind, every... Yana, 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 and they went into the ark to Noah, two by two of all flesh in which is the breath of life so those that entered male and female all of all flesh went in and god as god had commanded them and the lord shut the door this shut door symbolizes two very important facts there is coming a day when the door into salvation has been shut Noah had preached for over a hundred years the need to come into the safety of the ark to repent and receive the Lord into their lives and they rejected it they said oh well he said that last week he said that for 50 years he said that for a hundred years but there came a day when the door Was shut and the scripture records that on the outside when the flood waters began to come up they beat upon the walls and the door of that ark but the door was shut my friend today if you do not know Jesus as the door into salvation and eternal life there's coming a time when the door will be shut It may be shut by a thing we call death. And none of us knows exactly when that will come. But the door is shut. You're either on the inside of safety with Jesus as Savior or on the outside with those who perish in the flood of God's judgment and spend an eternity in a place called hell. One day the door will be shut. Where are you right now? What, what, what would happen if that sound right there was the shutting of the door of God's judgment? Anybody here on the outside looking in? Well, I, I was meaning to get my life together. I was meaning to, I, I had plans to. My friends, one day the door will be shut and all those who have rejected the free gift of salvation will be lost and will spend an eternity in a lake that burns with fire forever. You really believe that? Oh yes, because the Bible tells me so. But the other flip side is when the door was shut, those inside the ark were safe from whatever was going to happen. My friends, what a place of peace and security to be in the safety of God's forever family today. When the door is shut and you know that you've received him as your Savior and Lord, you don't need to fear when the storms of adversity fall. How many of you today would say, I know I'm safe inside the ark of jesus christ could you praise him could you praise him but this shut door is is two-sided there's the outside of judgment there's the inside of safety and eternal life but let me just talk about one open door There's an open door in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 7. To the angel of the church at Philadelphia write, These things says the one who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David, who opens and no one shuts, and who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you An open door. And do you hear this? No one can shut it. For you have a little strength and have kept my word and have not denied my name. All these shut doors we've talked about, we find here an open door that Jesus has set. And no one can shut it during this period of time that we're living in is called the, the church age where we have opportunity to reach those who are on the outside of the safety of God's Ark with the message of salvation while there's still time and Congress of the United States cannot shut that door Joe Biden or Trump or whoever's in the office can't shut. Mayor Ginther cannot shut that door. Your boss, where you work, cannot shut that door. No force on this planet, no power of hell, no demonic entrance can shut the door that Jesus says is open because Jesus is holding the door open with his nail-pierced hands and says, whosoever will may come. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you can be saved. And until Jesus shuts the door, the door is open and we need to go out and we need to reach people with the message of Jesus Christ. Statistics tell us, I'm not a big statistics fan because you can make them say whatever you want them to say. But this statistic, I believe, is true. 90% of those who call themselves born-again Christians have never led a single soul to Jesus Christ. It's somebody else's job. We have an open door while there's time. As long as Jesus keeps the door open, We can go out from this place. We can go out to where we work, where we live, where we go to school, whatever, and we can share the good news of Jesus Christ while there's time. Because just as certainly as the ark, one day the door will be shut. We need to realize it's an open and shut message today. There are doors that are shut There are doors that are open. The shut doors remind us that we need to sometimes just shut ourselves in with God and pray till the storm passes by. They went into their homes in Egypt with the blood of the lamb over the doorposts with their doors shut until judgment passed over. And only those where the blood was seen did death pass over that house. It's time for God's people to get shut in with God and pray. Shut in for fear. But Jesus wants to step in and speak peace. Shut in with the fears that chain you and hold you back from going out of that that place of prison And reaching people with the message of Christ. Shut in with the provision of God's protection like the angels came and pulled Lot to safety. Shut doors, but open ones. Jesus today is holding open the door. We have an opportunity to impact our world. You say, well, I... The the whole world are part of it because Jesus is holding the door open. You're not going to find anybody if you go to a a store and somebody has a, a problem or a question or you're led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit knows where there are doors that are ajar that you can minister to that person, pray for that person, talk to that individual. Jesus is holding the doors open today. I don't know when Jesus is coming back, and neither do you, and neither do all the the false prophets out there. I don't care how many books they've written or podcasts they've maintained. Only the Father knows the day and the hour. But I know this. As long as Jesus holds the door open, we can reach one more soul, for eternity's sake behold I stand at the door and knock Jesus says if anyone hears my voice will open the door I'll come in and fellowship with him would you stand with me please shut doors open doors as a musician's return we're going to invite you to a place of prayer today to make a decision I believe first and foremost if there's anyone here that you're on the wrong side of an eternal question you've not received Jesus Christ as your doorway into eternal life we invite you to come receive prayer and experience the joy of salvation. But there's some other shut doors we've talked about. I believe the Holy Spirit has confirmed in some hearts this morning, I need to get serious about prayer. Not just a prayer at mealtime. I need to get serious. I need to shut the door and get serious about talking to God about the situation our world is in. And the Holy Spirit is speaking to your heart. Would you be bold enough as a song of invitation is played to step out and say, God, I'm coming. I want to shut in myself with you and commit to times of prayer, of intercession." For my world and my life likewise some of you are in a situation where you're being actually persecuted on the job or in the family or in your neighborhood whatever because you're a follower of jesus christ and you'd like to shut the door on that with god's help for him to send his resplendent angelic messengers Pull you to safety behind a shut door. And today you may be shut in with fear. Would you step out and come and say, I want to I want to have Jesus come and speak peace to my fears. Set me free. I'm bound by fears. I'm crippled by them. I'm not living the victorious life today because of fears. Jesus wants to step in. Would you invite him to? Lord Jesus, step into my situation today and speak peace, shalom, to the fears that bind me. And also, there's some that just need to thank him shut the door and you're inside the ark of safety of salvation glory be to god but you have some that are on the outside of the ark of god's safety today and you want to come and intercede for them the altar's open we're going to pray and seek god's face and then in a few moments we're going to take the lord's supper together and remember What it's all about that jesus loved us enough to die to pay the price tag of our sin but right now whatever shut door is speaking to your heart would you come would you receive prayer maybe sickness has shut you in and you need a healing would you come right now i love you